many dairy farms, when considering the opportunities to expand, choose to build larger buildings, maybe add more cattle, or just grow more feed, even feed that cattle. However, one farmer in northern Wisconsin looked at the opportunity to expand his dairy farm in a little bit different way. I'm Charity Seebecker from the Midwest Farm Report, and Joe Tomandel expanded his operation through managed grazing and the use of paddock track. He shares more about how he likes to let nature do the work. We've got three 200 cow grazing dairy farms and uh, you know the model that we've kind of looked at is we really want to optimize the amount of dry matter coming into those cows from grazing uh, as many days out of the year as we possibly can. You know when we look at the footprint the footprint of the farms are, are scaled a lot closer to you know how many and how far a cow can walk and how many acres are available uh, to grazing so it's hard to put together a, a five or six hundred cow farm just about anywhere grazing. Uh, so the way we've kind of chosen to do it is we'll put together these multiple 150 or 200 cow units. So on our farm, one of the key precision technologies that we'll use is the paddock track technology. And what paddock track does is it's an actual sonar that fits on the front of our four-wheeler. It basically talks to our iPhone, so it it gets a geoposition kind of a reference and a timestamp on which paddock it's in. It's all plotted out on a computer ahead of time. So we're able to go through our fields once a week. It'll identify where it's at on the farm, which paddock specifically, and how much grass is growing there. And at the end of this, it'll give us a complete grazing wedge. So it'll basically line up each one of our paddocks and it'll tell us how much dry matter is in there. Then we can utilize that to, oh, if we need to drop a field, uh, harvest it, uh, pull cows off the platform, uh, you know, we can make a variety of management decisions off of that. It can obviously help us compare year to year where we're at. Uh, and then we can manage soils and monitor the grass and the forages that are produced on certain fields and you know over a, a period of time you can determine whether or not you know it's becoming more productive less productive that can all be a factor of you know either the grazing management that you're doing on it uh, or soil fertility or a combination of both and weather and everything else so there's a lot of factors what are some challenges that farmers maybe face when trying to adopt precision technology for grazing especially in those initial stages maybe it's experiences you've had or things you've heard from other farmers yeah there's always a learning curve with technology and the technology is always learning too you know this is newer stuff and it's not perfect out of the box by any means there's it takes technical support and tweaking and just plain calibrating the tools all take time uh you know there's also another thing too with just plain um a lot of times real bandwidth and and bandwidth for cell phones and wi-fis and and those types of things out there how should a farmer go about even determining what precision technology is best suitable for them in their grazing operation? What significant factors did you take into consideration even when choosing yours? Well, I think a lot just depends on what are your goals of your operation. You know, what are the things that you don't have time to manage maybe a little bit closer? Uh, you know, where can you implement a technology to help you get better data? You know, just find out where these data holes are. And, uh, you know, we looked at the, across the grazing platform and there's probably 750 data. 800 acres on the grazing platform and you know to be able to get weekly data and you're, you're not it's hard to walk them every single day but you know it is something you could do where you can run around with a four-wheeler and uh, you can get accurate measurements off all of them and then bring that data back when it's crunched and, and really work out your your grazing plans and, and management and forage plans in the marketplaces now the consumer has got access and they want access to knowing where their products are coming from uh, you know the boardrooms and the of the big CPGs and and the uh, 
the large companies they want to know where products are coming from and they also want to know what is their climate impact and an environmental impact because this is something that's on the forefront so when we're looking at this uh, especially with managed grazing we're looking at this as having the potential to be able to quantify that so we've got some very hard evidence on what is grown on those fields and how that ties into and correlates with environmental type of outcomes so we're really trying to utilize that not only to manage these farms and be better managers but to tell our story and to try to create and identify what is the true value of the practice that we're doing what considerations should be taken when even trying to balance their precision technology and interacting with livestock to make sure they're still ensuring that animal welfare Sure. I think it depends. You know, the the precision tech that we're using right now, you know, I mean, it's really what we're looking at and we're identifying our grazing paddocks next. You know, where, where are we going next? We're really trying to optimize the amount of dry matter that's in a field when we turn the cows into them. So as far as animal health and animal welfare, we know the field they're going into. You know, we know it by eye, but we can really quantify it with this tool indicating that, yep, there's enough feed that they need in there for those 12 hours while they're there, and we can adjust the paddock accordingly. So, so yeah, they really aren't shorted on feed or, or nutrition or anything like that. How can you make sure that that data you are getting is accurate or reliable the the tool that we're using right now uh, will do calibration cuts with it so three times of a year this is part of the study that we're working on with it too and it's a newer technology but we'll go in and actually take the data that's coming out of the paddock track tool uh, and so if it says that there is 3,500 pounds of dry matter uh, in a paddock three times a year we'll come in and we'll do some calibration cuts where we actually go in and we take a, a square uh, it's it's usually about four foot by four feet or so and we'll cut it and we'll actually measure and weigh and make sure that that paddock track is calibrated well uh, so that's how we're making sure it's accurate and and we're finding that this tool is pretty accurate what about initial or ongoing costs associated with being able to utilize that when does it kind of help the overall bottom line the balance of that yeah right now the tool that we're utilizing, uh, you know, through the Dairy Grazing Apprenticeship or DGA, uh, we're in a number of different projects uh, that uh, we've got this out in different farms. So it's probably on, we're looking to slate it at probably about 60 different farms this year. And some of this, we're not totally beta testing it. It's in pretty good shape. But a lot of this is initially covered by, you know, research and project dollars that are coming in. So there's not a huge cost to the farmer, you know, outside of the time that they put into it. What infrastructure changes or upgrades are necessary when it comes to being able to implement that? So, you know, to be able to implement this, boy, there isn't a real lot. Most every farm has got a four-wheeler or a UTV that you can put this on. Um, Everybody's got a cell phone uh, that has got a GPS on it, and that's really what you need. Uh, And then the data will get uploaded. It's nice to have a laptop. Uh, to you know work on the field diagrams and you get your data back from it so it's a pretty you know unintrusive kind of a technology uh, that we're implementing are there other new technologies on the horizon that you're keeping your eye on Oh, I think there's always stuff we keep our eye on, everything from, you know, just plain animal management, uh, you know, just farm management in general, you know, general farm management type of, uh, of a data uh, that we can collect that's out there just to help us be better managers overall, you know, just to help balance the, the cattle health and nutrition, the, the agronomy and the pastures and, uh, and just performance outcomes, you know, coming off these dairies. That was Joe Tomandel, dairy farmer from northern Wisconsin.
He added that while agriculture and education go hand in hand, so do grazing and dairy farming. He's not just farming. He's telling the story of his journey towards sustainability. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.